Louisville will beat Georgia Tech on Friday evening down in Atlanta if we're going to talk about the three keys to victory for the Cardinals against the Yellow Jackets on today's episode of the Locked On the Louisville podcast. With that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On the Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. As always, I want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked On the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services five days a week. Your team every day. It is Monday on Friday. The offseason officially ends. Louisville takes on Georgia Tech in the season opener in the AFLAC kickoff game down in Atlanta. Mercedes-Benz Stadium 730 kickoff. Um, today we're talking about the keys to victory for Louisville, all three very critical, setting the tone at the line of scrimmage, getting going early offensively, and limiting the big plays defensively. So um, very almost cliche keys to the game, but when we talk about the context, I think you'll understand why these three in particular stand out to me. Setting the tone at the line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively, is number one. Uh, is the number one key to victory for me. Offensive line-wise, after the spring game, it seemed like this team needed veteran uh, presence at the offensive line position, and Brahman and company went out and got over five offensive linemen to play on this unit. So now you are sitting with a very, very good offensive line on paper with solid depth, something that this unit hasn't had in over a half of a decade, and um, actually probably – longer than that maybe a whole decade but nonetheless um on paper the unit looks solid you're bringing back brian hudson one of the best centers in college football michael gonzalez eric miller willie tyler um renato brown john paul flores a bunch of very very solid players that have played a ton at the collegiate level so Setting the tone at the line of scrimmage against this Georgia Tech defense that is looking to build off of a pretty disappointing year last year. They were last in the conference defending the rush, uh, bottom three or four in uh, total defense as a whole. Andrew Thacker is the defensive coordinator, one of the only coaches that was left over or that was uh, held over from the last staff when Jeff Collins left. And um, when Brent Key took over, he added Thacker on. Granted, now you have to replace Keon White, one of the best pass rushers in Georgia Tech program history. Um, you have to replace both starting linebackers. They did get Andre White for from um, Texas A&M. They got Braylon Oliver from Minnesota. But nonetheless, it seems like the strength at Georgia Tech, defensively speaking, is the secondary. And if Georgia Tech isn't able to create consistent pressure on the quarterback, then that secondary could be um, exposed if you give Jack Plummer enough time to go through his reads and his progressions. Another thing that we mentioned, last in the conference 
and defending the run. That is going to be something that I think Louisville is going to try to install early. Uh, being able to, I know that this is an offense that is more exciting than that we've seen in years past. This is going to be an offense that really, really emphasizes throwing the ball over the field, but still there's going to be a dedication to running the football. I think that setting the tone offensive line-wise, creating those gaps, uh, protecting for your quarterback, giving your quarterback time to go through his reads, I think that it's going to allow Jack Plummer to have a very successful Evening on Friday, one thing that Plummer had to deal with all last year at California was sort of patchwork offensive line play, and he still turned in a pretty solid 2022 uh, campaign. So ultimately, I think that if you're able to protect for him, that's going to bode well for getting or giving his receivers time to get downfield and create that separation, which they're going to be very, very good at doing. Not to mention you also have the opportunity to – install the run very early. And if you're creating holes to where Jawar Jordan, Maurice Turner, Isaac Garendo are getting through that line and churning out, you know, chunk yardage, you know, five, six yards a carry, then it's going to be really, really tough. It's going to be a long night for a Georgia Tech defense that's looking to create its identity in game one of this season. Um, it's nice for Louisville to get Georgia Tech in the first game of this Brent Key era, the first official game. Uh, with him, the permanent head coach. Uh, so I'm interested to see how this defense that has had some moving parts, lost some big-time players last year with a unit that has some promise on the defensive line but still has to prove themselves. It's going to be something to truly focus on. But setting the tone at the line of scrimmage offensively is going to allow that offense to be able to um, really, really put themselves in a great position to succeed. And that same can be said defensively. Georgia Tech last year, um, offensive line wasn't the greatest. A lot of uh, young players on the offensive line that started together, a lot of those guys are back. The majority of those players are back. They have another year of college experience. They weren't the greatest unit last year, but there's a year of continuity, a year in the weight room, a year in college football. Uh, you can't overlook the benefits of a collegiate offseason. So, I think getting after the quarterback is going to be key here, uh, defending at the line of scrimmage. They have some solid players uh, like Travion Cooley at running back that you're going to have to defend. Texas A&M transfer Haynes King was named QB1 for this game, a player that uh, struggled here and there at A&M, so he's looking to create his own legacy here in the 404. Um, I think that you know, this is, like I said, a great opportunity for Louisville to get a good test early. I think that the best thing that the Louisville defense can do is wreak havoc in that defensive backfield, allowing, or the opposing backfield, I should say, allowing Ashton Gelati, Stephen Heron, Popeye Williams, uh, Vic Brown, Mason Rieger, whoever's rushing the passer, uh, you know, internal passers or interior passers as well. I look at guys like, who knows, maybe like TJ Capers, if, if he's able to, to play. Cam Wilson, um, you know, going on down the line, I think that this Louisville pass rush is going to be ready to go up against this Georgia Tech offensive line. You're going to have to create pressure internally, which I'm excited to see Des Till, um, you know, Ramon Perrier, Jared Dawson, Jermaine Lillet, and company on the interior trying to get to the backfield from the middle part of the defensive line. But um, this is going to be a very interesting defensive scheme. I'm interested to see how Brahm and company are going to 
draw up some blitz packages. We saw at the second half of last year, Brian Brown really, 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 really committed to blitzing the quarterback. So I'm interested to see how that's going to differ. But I think that it would make a lot of sense um, if Will was able to set the tone at the line of scrimmage from a defensive standpoint to where Georgia Tech is really having a rough night offensively because you have a, a new quarterback, you have some revolving pieces at the wide receiver position. You have an offensive line that's probably going to be better than last year, but I still don't think it's going to be one of the best in the conference. So I think that there is some vulnerability there. You have some players that are coming in from other schools like Travion Cooley that are trying to find their way. So, um, I I mean, I think that if offensively you're able to set the tone in the trenches and being able to create holes for your running back – give time for your quarterback, it's going to help you to score a good amount of points. And if you're doing that and also making it tough for Haynes King, making it tough for the running back committee, making it tough for that Georgia Tech offensive line to create gaps, to protect their quarterback and to protect their ball carriers, it could be a long night for Georgia Tech if you're able to dominate and set the tone at the line of scrimmage. So I think to set the tone for the episode, we're talking about the line of scrimmage here. I mean, honestly, that's kind of cliche because you can really go as far as saying, well, setting the tone at the line of scrimmage is the key for any game. That is true, but specifically for this one, when you're going up against a quarterback you just transferred in and you have a transfer quarterback starting as QB1, um, and you have a solid offensive line on paper and a solid defensive line on paper, you need to go as far as reaping some of those benefits. So I think that this is a a big key for Louisville here is setting the tone at the line of scrimmage. And I think what that could do for you in turn, if you do it offensively speaking, it's going to be able to help you get the offense going early. And we're going to talk about why Louisville's offense needs to start scoring early in the fourth quarter, early in the first quarter. We'll do that here momentarily after we talk about our friends and the title sponsor of the show, LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. Um, You have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. It helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Create your job post with the purple hashtag hiring frame to your profile to spread the word that you're hiring. You get simple tools like screening questions, that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Because look, adding the right team member is critical for maintaining a positive impact on your business. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. So we just talked about why setting the tone at the line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively is one of the main keys to victory for the Louisville Cardinals. When you focus specifically offensively, I think that getting the running game going early is big time, but I'm going to expand that to saying getting the offense going early regardless. I think that this is a game to where if you score a lot of points, I, I, I put it this way, I think Georgia Tech's offense is in a spot to where they have some talent. Like we mentioned, Haynes King is the starting quarterback. You have 
um, you know, a running back committee that's pretty talented. Christian Leary at Alabama is a guy to focus on um, at wide receiver, but you have some other solid guys. Really, I mean, you outside of that, you're really trying to just make it to where you're not giving up the big play. And we're going to talk about that here momentarily. But if you're not giving up the big play, I do believe that this is going to be a situation where if Louisville scores a lot of points, George Tech's going to have trouble keeping up. Last year, only 325 yards per game for the Georgia Tech offense. Now, granted, they brought in Buster Faulkner, who was a pivotal part of the Georgia Bulldogs running attack. He was a quality control assistant under Kirby Smart for two national championships. Uh, So it's going to have a lot of emphasis on physicality. Um, But this is an offense that hasn't finished inside of the top 70 for the past four seasons. So there's a lot to prove for this offense with Brent Key. I think that as it relates to Louisville's offense, if you're able to get going early, I think it gives you the opportunity to escape an upset because the longer you allow a team that you're supposed to beat stay in the game, the more likely it is that they pull off an upset. And I think that that applies to any team that is the favorite in any said game. But ultimately for this offense, I think that it is – going to be revered as an electric style of football. Brahms offense finishing top 20 nationally in seven of the eight seasons in which he was a head coach at the division one level. So um, if you're able to get the offense going offensively, I can't, I can't speak. If you're able to get the go, if you're able to get the offense going offensively, duh. If you're able to get that offense going early to where you are getting big time yardage plays to where you are, you know, escaping third downs, or if you're in third downs, converting third downs, um, converting in the red zone, turning red zone appearances into touchdowns. That was sort of an honorable mention key to victory was converting in the red zone, putting points on the board and not leaving points on the board and doing what you can to limit turnovers. There's a lot that goes into it. That's obviously very cliche football talk, but I think getting the offense going early here is the main thing, and that just doesn't just limit it to one player, although that all the eyes are going to be on um, on Jack Plummer at this point. But I do think that ultimately, at the end of the day, if Louisville's able to score on their first drive, if they're able to find some offensive momentum early on in the game and force Georgia Tech to go blow for blow with them, I think that that gives them the best chance at getting out of Atlanta with a victory and potentially a convincing one at that because you're forcing the Yellow Jackets offense to do something that they haven't done in the past four seasons, and that is put together a very, very solid offense on the field. Um, But like I said, you get to be in a little bit of a dangerous style of thinking when you compare years past. This is a new team. I think that with four starters back offensively or on the offensive line, I should say, They brought in some talented skill players. Haynes King is an interesting quarterback because, truthfully, I'm just not so sure what to expect from King. We'll talk about him here in the the third segment. But this is an offense that, by all means, should be one of the best in the ACC, speaking on Louisville. You have a quarterback that did very, very solid, all things considered, at California. You have a 
upgraded wide receiver room. You have a veteran-led offensive line. You have one of the best running backs in the ACC who leads a solid running back core. And then you have some talent at the tight end position, inexperienced nonetheless, but still talented. But I think that allowing yourself to get going early, which was something that when you look at the past two season openers, Last year against Syracuse, Louisville really didn't do much early, offensively speaking. I mean, they they struggled. They scored seven points in the first quarter. That was actually the only points that they scored. And then you go back and you look at that game against Mississippi in 2021. Um, That was a situation to where – you know, you might have been able to do something on that first drive, but it's sustaining the offense. Um, Louisville didn't score in that first half against Mississippi. Um, so they had it was 26 to zero at halftime. So I think that in the season opener this year, offenses, it's going to take times for, it's going to take some time for teams to get going, especially I think for Georgia Tech, if you allow them the, duration of the game to find their footing and still allow them to be in the game, that's where things start to get a little bit interesting. And I think that um, for Louisville, one of the issues last year is you didn't really do all that much early on and you left points on the board and Syracuse made you pay for it. And um, will Georgia Tech do that? Who, Who knows? I think they're in a little bit of a different situation here. But like I mentioned, let's be honest here. If you come out early on and you put points up on the board, you know, consistently in the first half. I mean, I think that you're in for a solid game and that might sound like it's common sense, but it has to be said because this team has not come out the past two seasons and been good offensively. Actually, you could probably say the past, man, the past couple of, season openers, Louisville just has not been good to start the season openers, offensively speaking. I mean, Western Kentucky in 2020, they didn't look good offensively to start that year. 2019, eh, you know, I mean, it is what it is against Notre Dame. Uh, 2018, definitely not against Alabama. 2017 against Purdue, not really, right? Uh, 2016 was like the last time that Louisville's been very, very good offensively in a season opener, and that was when Lamar Jackson had eight touchdowns in the first half against Charlotte. So it definitely has to be said that if you're able to get going early offensively, you're in for a very, very solid night. So, But moving over to the defensive side of the ball, if you're able to get going offensively and you limit the big plays on defense – it could be a very, very fun evening for Louisville. Limiting the big plays has been the challenge for the Cardinals since 2016. We're going to talk about why doing just that would be very beneficial for Louisville here momentarily. Before we do that, I want to thank you all again for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked On the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services five days a week, your team every day. And just a reminder, um, if you didn't pay attention to yesterday's episode, I will be going to Atlanta for this game. So, you know, I know that a lot of people are are looking to go to uh, the collision course tailgate, um, Red Rage tailgate. There's a lot of um, Louisville alumni tailgates as well. 
So be sure to um, have some fun and celebrate accordingly. But nonetheless, um, I will be going to that game. So I'm leaving Thursday to go to Atlanta. So there will be an episode Thursday morning, but there will not be one Friday. So just keep that in mind as it relates to scheduling. But to conclude the show, discussing why limiting the big plays on defense will be a huge key to victory for the Cardinals on Friday evening, 7.30 kickoff in the AFLAC kickoff game against Georgia Tech and Mercedes-Benz Stadium down in Atlanta, Georgia. New quarterback for Georgia Tech looking to reverse the trend that has gone on uh, very pedestrian offenses for the Yellow Jackets since 2017 or 2018. And now you bring in a quarterback that didn't necessarily have the greatest year last year at Texas A&M, lost his starting job, um, had 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns to six interceptions, had some injury issues, but nonetheless just wasn't all that great. Six foot three quarterback out of Longview, Texas. Uh, King is QB one for Georgia Tech in week one against the Cardinals. Like I mentioned, uh, talent, uh, addressed talent needs, at the skill positions and return some players offensively, four of them specifically on the line. So limiting the big plays is key here because I feel like this is an offense that is going to try to find its footing. And what you have to do defensively is you can't give them easy outs. You can't give them big plays to sort of mask over what could be offensive uh, deficiencies. So you have to essentially force them to beat you series after series after series you have to essentially make them be consistent and move the ball down the field and if they do that then perhaps you have some defensive issues or you just tip your cap and say good job let's go on offense and and answer the call but nonetheless if you're able to limit the big time plays I think that um, it all kind of fits together like a puzzle that you get the offense going early, that means you're putting points up. You're setting the tone at the line of scrimmage, so you're getting after the quarterback while also protecting the quarterback. And then you're limiting the big-time plays. It's almost like you're um, essentially making Georgia Tech go on long, time-consuming drives to get hard-earned points and then say, okay, you went ahead and got a touchdown on that drive? Cool. We're going to score, and then we're going to make you do it again. And that's what you have to do if you're a Louisville here in this game is force Georgia Tech to be in uncomfortable situations, third down situations. One thing that Louisville's defense has been struggling with is getting off the field on third down over the past four years, five years, six years, however long you want to say it. It seems like it's a perennial issue for Louisville. You have to be able to get off the field on third down um, and, and force teams off the field early on in drives. I think that this little team can do it. I think that they've got the pass rushing capability. They have the talent in the secondary. And I'm interested to see how this team is going to, um, you know, play against an offense that we don't necessarily know much about with Brent key. I think that it Buster Faulkner was a piece to the running puzzle. That was the Georgia Bulldogs, but, he his pedigree is more so of a uh, of a passing guru so it'll be interesting i think that there's going to be a little bit of a healthy mixture of both they're going to try to use a vertic or verticality they're going to try to use um overall um i can't speak uh what's the word i'm looking for overall um I can't speak. Physicality is is something that they're going to try to use. Versatility. I said verticality. I couldn't speak. My apologies. 
Um, they're going to try to use versatility with their playmakers, getting their guys out in space. It's going to be key for the Cardinals to tackle well, um, you know, fundamentally tackle, not allow guys to get into the second level of the defense, and not allowing Haynes King to get out and run either. I mean, he's not necessarily a player that is known for scrambling, hasn't rushed for over 100 yards in any of the seasons in College Station, but still you have to um, – contain the quarterback in the pocket and limit the big time plays. So it, it all fits together like a puzzle, right? I think that if you limit those big time plays, if you do something that Louisville's defense hasn't necessarily done in the past couple of home openers or season openers, I should say, then you're giving yourself a great opportunity to win this game. And, and it all kind of works together. You set the tone at the line of scrimmage. You get the offense going early and you put points up and force Georgia tech to go down the field and score with you. But in the process, you're limiting the big play. So not only are you forcing them to score with you, you're forcing them to consistently beat you series after series after series until they get to the end zone. And then you're forcing them to do it again. So I think for me, those are the keys to victory here for Louisville. Um, I hope that you're able to see one of these come to fruition, if not two, hopefully three in, in all reality. And hopefully Louisville is able to come out of Atlanta with a W. But that's going to wrap up today's episode of the show. Everyone have a great beginning of your week. To find the Lockdown Global Podcast, be sure to follow all of the streaming services and pay, be sure to stay tuned to this graphic now.